Paz IM Radio with your co-hosts Robert Brining and Aaron Laxton. We go around the world and across the United States. Join in the conversation by calling in to 929-477-3572. That's 929-477-3572. This week, we have your HIV scoop with Josh Robbins and your positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Your weekly dose of hope. Pause IM Radio. I hope you're ready for season two because it starts now. There you have it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this Sunday edition of Pazine Radio. It's February 26th, the last Sunday in the month. Robert Brining here, fabulous co-host Aaron Laxton. Aaron, how's it up there in St. Louis? It is chilly. I've actually been in um, Durham, North Carolina, almost a week, and it was low 70s there. And I came home on Friday night, and it's in the 30s here. So, no bueno. Yeah, we had a really nice week this week coming up here in Philly, uh, or this past week. It actually, there was like three days where it was 65 or above. I mean, we even got into the 70s two of the days. So it was, it was like a little taste of summer. It was nice. I mean, people were in shorts. They were running around the art museum down on Kelly Drive. I mean, they were out and about, you know, doing things like it was the middle of June. Yeah. It's crazy. Global crazy. Warming, man. <laughs> Don't tell me it's not real. So, so, right. so, how have you been? How was your week? Uh, the week was good. I, like I said, I'm in Toronto, um, down working with harm reduction advocates um, in the southern states. Um, as most people know, I um, help run a syringe access program here in St. Louis. So we're seeking to expand that, and so it's just really nice to be around people who are. Um, you know, folks from the North Carolina um, Harm Reduction Coalition uh, and, and from different states came back on Friday, and then uh, we had our big LGBT protest uh, yesterday. Uh, and then, so I've just been go, go, go for the last seven days, let's say. So, how, how was the, the protest yesterday? I can hear it in your voice. It was good. <laughs> Yeah, we had about um, between 1,000 and 1,500 people that came out. Um, you know, we, we were in the streets for about four hours. We um, shut down a conference center uh, where they were having a gymnastics meet. Um, so we all poured into there, um, and uh, we took over a bridge. Uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, at the tail end of it, um, uh, we did have three arrests. Two of those individuals were transgender. Um, and so I actually just received word that those individuals should be released um, today about two or three our time. Right. So it was productive overall. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people always have to remember that protests, you're challenging the very nature of the system, right? So it's going, it's about disruption. It's about um making people uncomfortable and it's about creating a dialogue. So 
that's how I kind of gauge whether an action's been successful. And, you know, we're on all the media, so that that piece is covered. Uh, and then just getting conversations going about LGBT rights as it pertains to Missouri and nationally. So, yeah, I mean, but if you ask me, uh, I, I'll say that it was successful. Well, good. That's always good to hear. That's why you guys are out there to make progress and to make change. And thank God for people like you on the front lines with your megaphones and gas masks and all that good stuff who are out there doing it <laughs> right. for, for people like me who, you know, who fight alongside on the Internet. <laughs> but um, so, uh, well, yes, that's, that, that is true. So uh, I know I, I don't think we did it last week, but uh, we were talking about doing this little new spot where what the hell is he doing this week? In regards to the president, um, what do you have this week for us? Anything? Well, I know there's a lot oh, of things. But <laughs> where where would you like to start of, this week? <laughs> yeah, you know, in the day and age of everything bizarre, um, and I said this yesterday, you know, we're not living in normal times. And um, so this week, the big thing was that the mainstream media, um, namely the Washington uh the LA Times, um, BuzzFeed, CNN, and a couple others were barred from, um, they, they call it the gaggle. And so basically it's just a, an impromptu press conference that's being held in the um, White House press secretary's office. But unfortunately this week they made the decision that they're going to bar, um, you know, these outlets, which is unprecedented. And, um, you know, I think it's just one more step towards a fascist state that we're moving in. Um, that was really the, the most bizarre thing. I mean, there was other things, but for me, that was kind of like the standout uh, for the bizarro world we are in. How about you? Well, I know uh, he did do, uh, what was it, the reversal of the bathroom policy for transgender individuals and things yeah. like that. Was that this week or was that last week that it came out? It was this week, right? That was this it was this week, yeah, because on Tuesday we actually had a committee hearing for a trans bathroom bill here in Missouri, and I believe on Wednesday was Wednesday or Thursday was when he made that announcement, reversing the Obama administration's guidance on uh, transgender protections. So yeah, it's um, you know our trans community is, is definitely uh, under attack. Right, and it's uh, you know it's unfair. I, but I did notice I was happy to to post on Facebook that the Philadelphia school district is actually not changing their bathroom policy. They're leaving it the way that um, you know it was under Obama, where you know you choose the bathroom that you feel more comfortable in. And I was watching you know CNN interviews and things like that all over that. This is what they've been talking about all over the news and on you know in social media. And you know when it comes down to it, I um, I wonder. If say I forget the person's name but they were saying just like can we just act like adults you know what I mean it was an interview I think it was on MSNBC or CNN and it had uh, Laverne Cox who was there uh, representing mm -hmm. um, you know the transgender community and she's such a better role model than I feel like uh, Caitlyn Jenner I feel like she is a little bit more in touch with the reality of the situation um, you know she wasn't uh, raised with money, you know what I mean? And, and I think that the, the most important thing that she said is that this shouldn't be, they shouldn't be reduced down to body parts. You know, they are more than just their body parts. They are, you know, human beings just like the rest of us. And for years, people have been using the bathroom that were transgender that they chose, and it was never an issue. So for now, 
it to be an issue. I just, you know, wish that we could all be adults and go back to the way they were. <laughs> One of the things actually I saw posted on, on Facebook was they showed a, a post I actually shared. It was uh, images of porter potties, and it said these have been transgender for years, and nobody's ever cared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when it comes down to it, unless you're looking underneath the bathroom stall, it really doesn't matter to me. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, and I agree with that. And it's not about the, you know, this is about ideologies. Um, and what's beautiful about yesterday is, you know, we saw youth, trans youth that were out um, being represented. And one of the trans youth said something that was really interesting and I had not considered. And it's that, you know, when we typically will share, like, messages about the trans issues, how often do we share the gay pride flag versus sharing the trans flag? So even the little things right. that we do within our own community is not fully supportive of the trans community. In uh, another move, and I just saw this, the the TV show or miniseries Doubt that uh, Laverne Cox actually started in uh, this week was canceled. Um, and so we're making a huge step in the direction of reducing trans visibility. Um, and so I think on multiple fronts, the trans community is being attacked. We also know this is important as it pertains to HIV, since uh, one statistic I saw when I was in Durham was that 56, I believe it's either it's either 56 or 60 percent of black trans women uh, will become HIV positive. And if you compare that to their counterparts, um, white or Hispanic uh, or Latino trans women, that those are 15 and 16 percent respectively. So I'm, here you see this huge gap again of how trans disparities are, are so much different, uh, and we have such a long way to go um, in, in, in working for their full equality and equity. I agree, and I am proud to fight alongside them. I think it's important that we uh, <laughs> represent every color of the rainbow identity. Um, I think I heard. Uh, who was it, Jody Foster this week actually uh, doing a, uh, she was, I guess she was at an anti-Trump rally and she was giving a speech and she was talking about a lot of things like that and it, it really struck a chord. I saw it was uh, hitting social media uh, big time today, this mm-hmm. morning. So well, I think you, like, co- you coupled um, this with all, go ahead. Well, I, you know, if you couple this with all the other things, right, whether it's be women's rights, immigrant rights, funding for Planned Parenthood. Like, we all have to band together. If we if we all come together, we're stronger. So it's not just really about the LGBT community. It's about all the groups, and so we have to really work on that full inclusion of intersectionality. I agree with that. So uh, let's go ahead over to this week's uh, scoop with Josh Robbins, and we'll be right back. This is your HIV scoop with Josh Robbins, exclusive for Pause I Am Radio. Buzzworthy HIV news in under 90 seconds. Here's Josh Robbins in this week's HIV scoop. Well, hello, boys. How are y'all? We're just flying through 2017, are we not? All right, five people have been taken off daily HIV meds after they successfully underwent a new vaccine-based treatment model for HIV. Currently, it's suppressing the virus in those five patients and getting everybody all up in arms and excited that further research could help prevent the need for daily drugs. Now, I'll tell you, I love it. Sounds good to me. 
Here's the bad news. The model has failed in about 10 other patients, and it's still a long way from being right. And I think I agree. <laughs> All right, next, if you are HIV positive and you need a kidney, chances aren't too good that you're going to get one. A new study that appears in an upcoming issue of the Clinical Journal of the American Society from Dr. Jamie Locke of the University of Alabama, Birmingham, and her colleagues, they analyzed about 11 years of, of transplant data, and their study included 1,600 HIV positives, 72,000 HIV negative candidates that were on the transplant waiting list. The team found that overall HIV positive patients are 28% less likely to receive a transplant compared to the HIV negative counterparts, and they were half as likely to receive a kidney from a living donor. Hmm. We are certainly at an increased risk of developing kidney failure, and we're going to need some kidneys, and nobody wants to give us no kidneys. I'll tell you what, I'm going to get my kidney one way or the other, know what I mean? They need to figure this out. Finally, my HIV thank you by Napo Pharmaceuticals is launching March 1st. I think it's awesome, regardless of the fact if I'm a spokesperson or not. More info available on my site, I'm slowjosh.com. This was your HIV scoop. There you have it, and you can see more of uh, Josh Foppins by going to imstilljosh.com or going to the Positive Radio Show page and under host, go to Josh's page. So um, I just got some news that today's guest actually um, is not going to be able to be on. He is sick and has lost his voice, just like you, Aaron. Going around. It's going around. (laughs) It is going around. So what we're going to do is we're going to... just do a shorter show today. We'll just do one for 30 minutes. So if you're interested in listening, want to call in, you have a question or a comment, uh, number is 929-477-3572. Uh, we'll be here for the next probably 15 minutes um, before we go on with that. So um, that's a shame. We're going to have to reschedule and maybe we'll put them in for next month. So I want to talk about some of the upcoming guests that we have coming for people maybe joining us right now. Um, next week, March 5th, we'll be speaking with Bob Leahy, who is the longtime editor, longtime survivor, and editor of um, PositiveLight.com, which is the HIV Canadian magazine. He is also, I believe, the head of the U equals U over in the UK, or is it, no, in Canada, I'm sorry, getting that started up there the, the, when we had um, Rich on last uh, month. So uh, he'll be on to talk about that campaign as well, and we're going to focus on HIV and aging and long-term survivors with him. On the 12th, we'll be speaking with Mark S. King. Everybody knows Mark, author of A a Place Like This, wonderful blog, Fabulous, My Fabulous Disease. He'll be coming on and giving us an update. And then on the 19th, we'll be speaking with uh, Kathy Robinson Pickett. Some of you people may know her from the Positive Living Conferences or uh, the Positive Women's Network. Uh, she's also involved in that. Uh, she has her own podcast, uh, Straight Talk with Kathy. She'll be on on the 19th. And again, we'll try to reschedule Michael Lee Howard on the 26th. So other than that, um, what else? What else would you like to talk about? <laughs> I, I actually want to, I'm going to reach out to JD from the body. They, uh, after Trump got elected, uh, they started a podcast um, called HIV uh, Basics, and it really, it, it kind of tells you know, people basic instructions on how to do certain things from grassroots organizing, um, and we're seeing a rise, and we talked about this last week, the kind of the reignition of ACT UP, and like yesterday, it was very re-energizing, you know, to be in the streets and to be, you know, calling out ACT UP. And the crowds, any of these millennials and, and young kids responding with fight back, 
Um, so I think it'd be interesting right. to get JD on um, in the next, you know, month or so uh, to really kind of talk about, you know, where do we go from here? Because I think whether it's HIV or, or whatever the case may be, like everyone has some type of anger. Uh, and then I think people have different skill sets. So like you're notorious for saying, you know, uh, you know, you're not that person to be out there in, 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 the, in the street necessarily. But you have other things that are really are, are important to the movement, whether that be you know, doing this radio show, organizing things to get the, on the radio show, uh, you know, making calls to your legislature, whatever that may look like. So I think it'd be interesting to have a show devoted to kind of like, you know, what next? Where do we go from here? Um, to kind of help people figure out what they can do and what's the most beneficial for their energy. Yeah, I I would love to have him come on and and, and talk with us. I know we were connecting with him in the beginning before we relaunched the uh, the show, um, and I, I just never got back to him. We've just been very busy with uh, getting together. But I would love to start blogging for them again. They uh, I haven't. They have they retired my blog. It's sitting in their retired section, but I think I want to maybe bring it out of retirement and start, you know, getting more of yeah. my thoughts on, you know, on on paper or or on screen. I think that's the most important, you know, is right. getting your message out there. And and he's doing so much over there. So I didn't even know that 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 uh, podcast had launched. So yeah, maybe we could find a way to work with them and maybe, uh, you know, um, kind of uh, what do you want? How do I want to put it? Uh, kind of advertise back and forth the shows. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a really, it's a good time. Uh, you know, yesterday we heard a lot of people, you know, talking about HIV issues and LGBT issues. So, like, I think, you know, there's space for us to talk about all these different events. Um, saw last week at the memorial service for Daryl, uh, Butch McKay's um, longtime um, partner, and uh, so that was actually held at the at the same place that Positive Living is held each year. So it was very symbolic, I think. And uh, so I saw pictures of that. Uh, so you know, you know, yeah, it's, it's, be sure to send out messages of love and support. Oh, absolutely! It was it was interesting because that was actually streaming live on Facebook right before last week's show. Because um, I remember I, I logged on and I was watching some things and that I remember Butch was up there and he was speaking um, and I think Kathy went up. There's a couple of people who went up there and I, I watched some of it before we actually went live on the air. And I, I looked and I was like, wait a minute, that's at the hotel where we do positive living. That's awesome that they were, you know, in the same space that, you know, was a big part of, you know, who they were. And what they were all mm-hmm. about. So, you know, of course, love and support to Butch and the whole entire family down there at Oasis. Um, I actually can't wait to go to that. Brotherhood Retreat is coming up in July. So I just wanted to put that out there if anybody was interested in going. Um, there's a good chance that I'll be going uh, this July. Um, and it's a, it's a retreat up here on the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And it's for positive people. And there's different things that they do to uh, help you get in touch with your mind, body, and soul. And it's something different for me, something I've never done before. So I think it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a different thing. It's different than going to a conference and staying in a hotel room. I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, it's a retreat. So you're out in cabins and things like that. So it'll be neat to connect with people, you know, on a different level than being so, I guess, you know, connect to social media and like that. More conversations will need to be had and things of that nature. 
when you're face to face in the in the mountains. Mm-hmm. So uh, people can check yeah, that I mean, out. Um, Well, there's a uh, Rick, our friend Rick Vitale. They always have the Man Reach, and that they that they have one in Colorado, but they have the one in Florida, and that's one of the things that they do. You know, just getting away and and being, you know, kind of with your own thoughts around other people. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm always a big supporter of anything like that. Yeah, it was uh, it was it's cool. It's something new. They've been trying to get me to go for a couple years. Um, Place has been on the show a few times and you know shared his story and spoke about the retreat and why he started it and and the whole the gist of it and and why it's important to people who keep coming back every year and it's just it's just it's a different way to connect with other individuals that are positive and I think you know everybody needs that even people like us who you know are out there doing it more than others it's it's still good to connect with somebody in a conversation than it is you know through social media and things like that. So I just do want to remind if anybody has missed any of our past shows this month, we had some great ones. Last week we spoke with uh, Bob Skinner uh, from the Valley Age Information Network. And then the week before we spoke with Michelle Anderson Morrison. You know, Miss uh, 2011, Miss Plus America uh, came on, gave us an update. And then I think the big, uh, epi- the big episode this month was uh, Bruce Richmond, which is the U equals U campaign. Uh, he came on and, and shared his story and why he created that. And that's actually been highly listened to over the last uh, month. So if you want to check them out, go to pauseiamradio.com. Um, since we did have a last minute cancel, I'm just going to go ahead and move on to the messages for people and then we'll kind of end the show like that. So do you have any final words for anyone, Aaron? No, have a good week and uh, do what you can. Right. And we'll return next week, March 5th with uh, Bob Leahy. So have a great night, everybody. We'll see you then. Hi, my name is Bruce. I'm from Brooklyn. I was diagnosed with HIV in 2003, and I became undetectable in 2010. My positive message is that this is an incredibly exciting time to be living with HIV because we know now that we have treatment that not only protects us, protects our health and and enables us to live long, healthy lives, but it, it protects our partners from getting HIV. We cannot transmit HIV when we're undetectable. Um, so I guess the message is, is if you're considering treatment or you're on treatment, please understand that if you take your meds and stay undetectable, you won't transmit HIV. You'll stay uninfectious. It's very exciting. We can have sex and intimacy and, and babies with our partners without fear, without shame, and without stigma. Hello, everyone. My name is Alicia. Some call me Lovely or Healedly. In 2001, I was diagnosed HIV positive. And you know, I had an option. Allow that diagnosis to overtake my life or I overtake HIV. And that is exactly what I did. I took a stand. I took a stand to know that I am healed, that I am prosperous, that I am a beautiful and loving person and I deserve to be loved. HIV does not define me. I define HIV. I'm happy, I'm inspirational, and I am vibrant. I love myself. And I encourage you that if you received any diagnosis, if you received any terrible news, take a stand, know who you are, and continue on your path to greatness. I encourage you to stay happy.
Thank you for joining us for Paz I Am. You can listen to us each and every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we bring you your weekly dose of hope. Join in the conversation on social media, Paz I Am Radio and at Aaron Laxton. And while you're on there, check out I'm Still Josh as he brings the HIV scoop of the week. Also, if you've not checked out the positive message campaign from Rise Up to HIV, be sure to do so. For all of you who contribute and make this show possible, thank you so very much. If you think you have a story that needs to be covered or you would like to come on air and talk to Robert and myself, please let us know. We want to bring content that you need and that you want. Be sure to download this episode on iTunes and past episodes. We'd love to hear your feedback. From all of us over here at Paz IM Radio, from Robert Brining and myself, have a safe and healthy week. And until we speak again, stay positive.